Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll free and take control of the airwaves here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We have uh, the unusual experience of being able to give you a little bit of good news uh, here tonight with you in the studio. It's Ian. The captain. And Mark. And uh, welcome back, Mark, after a brief stint down to Florida. You're back for, what, the summer in New yeah, Hampshire? Yeah, pretty much. Right. I thought snowbirds were supposed to go to Florida in the winter. Well... Winter's just ending here. I guess. I guess. Yeah. It only <laughs> snowed point. like three or four days ago. <laughs> Not here in Keene. It, nah, it was a little bit. That you just weren't out. awake. There were some flurries. Yeah. <laughs> That's bit. what we call snow. Snow. There's not <laughs> rain flurries. <laughs> well, I think that Captain Kickass knows a little bit about snow, given that he's from Wisconsin, where I imagine it gets a little bit colder than it does here. I well, it's hard to tell because in Wisconsin, everybody's a big booze hound, so. Because you warmed up because of the booze. Uh, And now there's good news out of Wisconsin that we're actually going to start the show with tonight, uh, Captain Kikass. Apparently the Supreme Court has ruled the lockdowns are unconstitutional or illegal or what? Overturned it. And that evening, the bars were packed. (laughs) Amazing. I was considering maybe calling in tonight and purchasing a plane ticket to fly in and spend the weekend just so I could go to a freaking bar bar. and have a beer again. Because, well, I mean, you know, I bars are near and dear to my heart for mm-hmm. many a reason. Uh, not only did I grow up in Wisconsin where uh, bars are part of the culture, like no matter what your religion is, no matter, you know, it is an embedded part of the culture. So mm-hmm. uh, there's that portion of it. And then, of course, you're spending 20 plus years as a musician. Well, you spend all of your weekends in the bars sure. and dealing with people who work at bars and your friends are people who work at bars and even the musicians themselves work at bars and that kind of a thing. So it's a pretty big part of my life. And so to not only me personally sort of have that ripped away, but all of my musician friends and, you know, then, of course, all my my family and friends back in the Wisconsin area sort of have that ripped away. You know, a, a guy feels for them, you know, I get a bit of sure. sympathy or empathy for him. So. It's nice to see that uh, uh, not only was it overturned, but then instantly everybody's like, yeah, let's go to the bar. Right. I, 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 I'm very glad that it was overturned by the Supreme Court because I think this is really an important thing is, is that I get that everybody was scared when this all started. I was scared when this all started. But, I wasn't scared about it. Who well, cares? That's because you don't care about death. You, I mean, you'll just well, die. I mean, it's inconvenient. Death uh, is inconvenient? Yeah. It's not. Well, if you have things to do, it's inconvenient no, if you die. No, it's not. It kind of gets in the way of your yeah. other It's not plans. inconvenient. You're just dead. Like, oh, your to-do list will still exist when you're dead, and you won't think about it. It, it just You're just dead. Okay. Well, that's your interpretation. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'd hate to think that I spend the rest of eternity worried about the to-do list that I didn't get fulfilled uh-huh. when I'm dead. By the way, great uh, series from Amazon Prime called Upload. They've got the first season uh-huh. out, and I've heard, heard about mixed this. reactions on that. I liked it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I tend to not be very difficult when it comes to watching stuff, but this is a person who has, you know, this is a a world in the future where your consciousness is replicated from your brain and put onto computers. And in this case, they're put onto these uh, simulated environments that you pay for. Okay. And it, it goes from there. And it's fascinating, very good. And at this point, actually, these simulated environments don't allow you to work. But you could, presumably. Hmm. 
and they haven't explored the world where you're allowed to work too much yet. Interesting. They are basically got you in a giant hotel. But anyway, um, so going on, people were scared when this all sort of happened, and I was scared when mm-hmm. it all sort of happened, and I get that. But what we need to understand, this country was made great by people who had liberty, at right. least more liberty than we have now. Right, sure. And that what happened was somebody said a virus was going to be bad. And I'm not saying it wasn't going to be bad. I'm just saying that right now what the results are probably not as bad as we all imagined. I frankly don't know anybody who has died from this. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not real, and it doesn't mean that you, the, somebody listening doesn't know three people who died from it. I'm just saying I personally do not know anybody. And, um, you know, the, the, the end result is, well, next year what's going to happen? Because now all somebody has to do, somebody with some cred, somebody with uh, some letters behind their name. Or a lab coat. Or whatever, a lab coat and a stethoscope has to get on uh, TV and say, yep. It's going to be terrible. This right. is the, the precedent big one. has been set by all of these actions that have been taken because no politician wanted to be wrong. So everybody erred on the side of caution overly. Right. In, but in that caution opinion. was in all likelihood anti, uh, you know, uh, unconstitutional. Yes. Right. Very much so. So when you're shutting down a church, you know that you've stepped over the line. Right. right? If America is about one thing, it's the freedom of religion. This country was founded by religious kooks mm. who who came over and said, I can't live here anymore with you people and your crazy rules and your mixed up, dumb, wrong religion. I have to get out of here. And they picked up stakes and they, they went on a ride that many of them would not survive mm-hmm. in order to come to, to stake claim in a land which would... Be, but they also wouldn't survive. Right. right. Also, many of them wouldn't survive to finally build a nation where they could fight about their religions amongst each other. <laughs> well, yeah, not this, so much, but like agree to have the right to have oh different no. religions. It took them uh, quite some, many, 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 many decades. Well, uh, that's <laughs> the understanding that I think most, at least most people my age had growing up was that, hey, you know, one of the great things about america quote unquote is that you can have whatever religion you want today mm-hmm. yes yeah that's correct. true yeah. right like you the the street you live on there's a bunch of people with a bunch of different religions and they all somehow don't try to burn each other at the stake but it took a long time even in the united states for that to happen sure. um you know the puritans killed the quakers the uh the the catholics were stuck in maryland yeah it's it was a whole big mess um and i think we need to as a country come together on the notion that while we were scared and being scared is okay and while we made a mistake and being mis- and making mistakes is okay we made a mistake what and was it the can't mistake happen again to allow politicians to take away everyone's freedom healthy mm. people to quarantine healthy people mm-hmm. it's never been done before that i know of in the history of mankind you can give suggestions and I think, you know, there's some great suggestions out there. I like the ideas of masks. I like the idea of doing away with handshaking. I don't. I understand. Yeah. yeah like, that's it. But, you know, handshaking is a two-person thing, and you can't shake the hand of somebody who doesn't want to, you don't right? don't want to do it. That's fine. <laughs> you know? So it's your body. You do what you want with it. I think there's a lot of things that we can learn from this, but one of the things that I think that's desperately important that we need to learn from this is that you can't lock down the country. You can't give them Apparently the power. Apparently they can. 
Well, and they did. They can and they did, and that's and a real problem. I'm not convinced that they're ever letting go. Right. Well, they're not going to do it willingly. Well, like, no. Like you know the like the way that a person, a compliant person, doesn't get their freedom. Well, they don't want it. But they they haven't demonstrated that they wanted it. Right. Right. They got but what they deserve. History shows again and again and again the compliant people don't get their freedom. Mm-hmm. It's people who are willing to stand up in whatever manner they stand up. Look, I don't think it's the greatest idea in the world to walk into the uh, the state house. With long guns. But apparently it this got country the, uh, was built by people willing to walk into government buildings with long guns. Seems like a pretty good tactic, actually. Um, MSN and Bloomberg reporting that Michigan actually canceled their legislative session because of an armed protest possibility. Right. There was a protest planned. I don't know if the protest, I believe the protest was carried out. I think it did, yeah. But they were going to protest while the politicians were in, in the session, building. Yeah, right? in session. So they canceled the session. <laughs> and, and what happened during their last protest was all the armed people showed up and they yeah. made their way into like the balconies and stuff. Yeah, and that kind of, like and like some of the politicians were wearing like bulletproof vests and right. things because they were afraid, as they should be. Because, well, uh, yeah, like your government being afraid of you is a good thing. That's right. Yes, yes. People People should not fear their governments. Governments should fear their people. Indeed. The toll-free number here tonight is 855-450-FREE. So we're going to find out what happened in Wisconsin. Is it all over? Is the lockdown completely undone uh, by this court decision? Or is there still some sort of mandatory reopening guidelines? What's it actually look like? Are the bars open, but are they forcing people to sit six feet away from each other? What's the situation there? If you're in Wisconsin or uh, anywhere else you want to join us, you can't. Talk live, dial, toll free, join us here if you want to get on the radio and talk about whatever's on your mind, you can do that. Take control of the airwaves. The number's 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms at discord.lrn.fm. The Next Generation Wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to spend, earn, store, and exchange digital money in seconds. Divi says you'll be able to send money around the globe in only a swipe and instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and fiat currency like the dollar in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. There's no need to wait, though, as Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with their multi-tiered masternodes, allowing anyone to earn by supporting the Divi network. When the new Divi wallet launches because of Divi's relationship with Western Union, Divi will be in 200 countries, including the United States. You can learn more at diviproject.org, D-I-V-I project.org. So, Captain Kickass, you brought in some really good-sounding news, um, and I don't know any of the details. I saw a couple of the headlines, and I thought, wow, that sounds pretty promising. Uh, Wisconsin, which is your home state. Yep, I was born there. Uh, grew up you, there. You haven't probably lived there in quite a long time, but that is where Well you grew over up. 20 years, yeah. yeah. Um, it looks like they may be heading up some of the resistance there, at least to some extent, against these lockdowns, with a surprising uh, rebuff coming from the Supreme Court of Wisconsin. Tell me what happened. Well, I mean, all I know is that the Supreme Court did overturn the ruling. They mm-hmm. said that uh, the governor didn't have the authority to do what he did, and therefore it's thrown out the window. Now, this is a Democratic governor, from what I understand. Yes. Okay. Yes. And if a governor doesn't have the authority to do a lockdown, then nobody does. The president didn't. Right. Certainly. Uh, martial law has not been declared as many times as they can say that this is a war on Corona. Yeah. 
it's it's been my contention that none of these politicians had the authority to do any of this mm-hmm. for whatever reason everybody complied with it anyway well i think that like right now you can comply with the lockdown largely i am not going out but then again, I you didn't can't. Never anyway. You just kind of stayed at home anyway, right? I mean, I've been social distancing for ten years now mm-hmm. as a lifestyle, basically. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, do I go to bars now and then? Do I go to restaurants? Yeah, I like to go to restaurants. Yeah, me too. But uh, you know, I don't work in an office in a cubicle like I used to. And mm-hmm. I, uh, which by the way, um, and I don't go to school. My son was going to school, but I got to say, those things are terrible viral cesspools. Thank mm-hmm. God they've got those things locked down. So uh, this article was from the Washington Post that I brought in, and uh, it just goes into on Wednesday night, just hours after the Wisconsin Supreme Court threw out the state stay-at-home order. Nick's on second, that's a a bar, uh, was packed wall-to-wall, standing room only. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) It was sometime after 10 p.m. when long, cool cool woman in a black dress by the Hollies came over the sound system, (laughs) and a bartender took out his camera. In a Twitter broadcast... He surveyed the room of maskless patrons crammed together, partying like it was 2019. All right. A few were pounding on the bar to the beat. Some were clapping their hands in the air. Some were fist pumping. A scene so joyous they could have been celebrating the end of the worst pandemic in a century. Wow. Uh, Instead, as Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers, Democrat, knew they were just celebrating the apparent end of his power over them, at least for now. We're the Wild West, Evers told in MSNBC's Ali Velshi on Wednesday, reacting to the state Supreme Court's ruling and the scenes of people partying in bars all across Wisconsin. There are no restrictions at all across the state of Wisconsin. So at this point in time, really, there's nothing that's compelling people to do anything other than having chaos here. Which, you know. <laughs> chaos. Chaos. <laughs> chaos it was. That's what we're calling whatever existed Before. prior yeah. to COVID-19 is chaos. Uh-huh. Right after. I mean, this is. Yeah, it's. Like, I'm surprised they didn't use the A word there, right? You know. This Anarchy. is why, reporters, this is why America hates you. Because you will write crap like this. Yeah, it's a pretty horrible story. I mean, it's a great story in, in the, right. the information. The writing, that it, Yeah, but like the author is obviously very biased and also, you know, spewing the views from the politician's I point mean, of view. I mean, you know, chaos? God, it's, this it's is- not. And they're actually going to get more into it in just a second. Uh, right after the Supreme Court's uh, conservative majority issued a 4-3 to three ruling invalidating the extension of the stay-at-home order issued by Evers' appointed state health chief, the Tavern League of Wisconsin, most states I don't think have a Tavern, tavern league. league. Yeah, the Tavern League of Wisconsin instructed its members to feel free to quote and all caps open immediately. <laughs> so the, right. the League of Taverns, like as soon as it happened, they're like emailing everybody, calling everybody, open your doors, people, go back to business. Uh, so with ever statewide orders kaput, local health authorities scrambled to issue or extend citywide or countywide mm. stay-at-home orders, creating a hodgepodge of rules and regulations all across the state that are bound to cause confusion, not to mention some traffic across county lines. So just to be clear, the governor, the top you know dog or yeah. whatever in the state... Ordered people to stay home, ordered a lockdown against businesses, ordered this and that. All of that's been overturned by the Supreme Court. And what do they do? The little um, tyrants go out and issue their own orders. Well, so. First thing. So, and of course. They can't. This is how. Well, they did. 
This is how the micro tyrants work, though, right? Yeah. So it's you know the top down, right? And so everybody feels like they're a miniature version of the guy above them, right? Right. So, so even though the guy above them got slapped down by the Supreme Court, right. they just went right ahead and did their own thing and yeah. issued similar orders. to Mayors him. and mm-hmm. county leaders and that type right. of a thing were like, well, okay, you know, it's not, a, it's not. Well, it's if he didn't have the authority, the state, I do. Right. I'm the leader of this You'll particular say. geographic area inside of a much larger geographic yeah. area, and so I'm saying that you know my territory. He doesn't follow those rules. Well, okay, so how many people of these restaurants, after they threw their doors open in excitement after the Supreme Court said, all right, well, we're overturning this, then when the local health board or whatever bureaucrat town mayor said, no, we are locking things down here in Walsall or whatever, uh, you know, we're locking it down in in Madison. Uh, how many of them then closed their doors obediently and said, oh, boo, I guess we're not open yet. We I'm gotta- guessing none. Okay. I'm guessing all of the bars were like, woohoo. And then if any city or any authorities you know, at the city or the mm-hmm. county level uh, or a town level were like, oh, uh, no, you can't do I bet you they were just like, sorry, pal, we're open. You know, we're open. Shut me down you if know. you want to. How I many times you. can you shut me down and open me open uh-huh. me back yeah. up? Is really yeah. the question. It's one thing when it's just sort of like, "Hey, here it is, the impending doom. The storm clouds are coming." But mm-hmm. you know, this whole there's going to be a resurgence, so we got to be prepared. No, we don't have to be prepared. And if there's a resurgence, we'll deal with it the same way we've dealt with viruses for as long as humans have been around. I want to bring Val on the line here. She's in Delaware. Val, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, thank you. Um, I am a veteran. I was in a very sensitive capacity. I was an intelligence agent in a nuclear missile unit on the Czechoslovakian border. So, like, turning the keys kind of uh, thing? Like, you you were one of the ones that, like, would turn the keys in the little panel? No, I, I wouldn't do that. That's okay. where um, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue comes in. Okay. What were you calling about tonight, Val? I'm calling about the idea that they're not, or maybe not, considering all the factors that could play a role in this. Who's they? There are big countries that want to take over the world. I don't Mm. know if they've watched too many cartoons or what. But in any event, um, they may have gotten their heads together. And um, I know that they are forgetting... one little bitty factor. All right, sounds like, sounds like a conspiracy theory. Hang on, Val. We'll let you tell your story or your theory or whatever it is here in moments. 855-450-FREE allows you to join us on the radio. It's Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. Local.bitcoin.com it's free talk live you can bring up anything you want here the toll-free number is 855-450 free like freedom that's 855-450-3733 we have the discord call in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm with you in the studio tonight it's ian 
the Reverend Captain Kickass. And Mark. And I want you to check out Bitcoin.com. Why? Because it's about time that you start learning about cryptocurrency. When's the better time going to be than when you got a little extra on your hands? Yeah, now right? is a great time, and Bitcoin.com is the place to go. It's a great place to get started. And also, if you're not new to cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, then you can get some of the latest news headlines there on their news site at news.bitcoin.com. They do a really great job of following all kinds of things in the world of cryptocurrency at news.bitcoin.com as we go back to the phones here val is on the line in delaware uh val you're back on free talk live i'm not sure what you were trying to get at a moment ago it sounded a little conspiratorial what did you what were you trying to share well i'm getting at the point here is um have people considered why is this happening now and why is what happening part of the reason is because these um these communists want to take over the world. Who does? And they who? don't want it destroyed. Val, communists. who? Communists? Yes. Okay. okay. So is uh, and, so um, just to clarify, they don't want to do it. Are is Donald Trump a communist? To, I'm sorry to say it again. Is Donald Trump one of the communists? Perhaps. Okay, got it. Go ahead. Okay. Um, his father-in-law is. All right. In any, in any event, um, he's not helping anything. Um, and my point here is that we are overlooking um, a possibility, and I did my homework, and I have provided useful intel for global security in military and now in civilian life. And um, I think Libya needs to be looked at, considering years ago when he was having a caravan uh, with his family members. Who? Um, Libya? And it's it's the, the pronouns that are getting me here, Val. Um, it's it's the he and the they and the, that sort of thing. She said Libya. Did you say right. Libya? Lib- but she said Libya he. Who is he? Omar Gaddafi. Omar Gaddafi. Great. Um, now. Okay. Now, if you'll listen to me. I'm trying to listen. Can... I need to understand, okay. though. Uh, you're not because you're not intel, but people out there that may, I hope this gets to them. I couldn't even get to a uh, school board member. Um, I didn't go through what I went through and passed. And well, we're not going to have time to get into all whatever you went I, I'm through. Not, but just, but uh, just I just want to say this, this Val. It sounds like you're trying to get the message out about something. You're saying that maybe Mark can't understand because he's not intel. We have to understand right. that most of our listeners are probably not intel. They're probably just average well, folks who are listening are to the radio. Well, assess this. And okay. think about it. And it could stop. Well, we don't even know what you're trapped. talking about. And you haven't been really I'm clear talking, at all. Well, because you keep interrupting me. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Spit it out. Okay? You've got okay. 20 seconds. Sum it up. Years, years ago, he's communist. He's in a little country in Africa. Um, they were on a convoy vacation with his family. And um, it was known. And we went for a hit. And we got a hit, only missed him. And got either his wife or his wife and daughter. And that didn't set well. And if we've and if he's no longer with us, his cronies are very loyal, and they have a lot to provide. So what I'm saying is that they could be involved, and they have an antidote, and they're not going to stop. Okay. 
Well, I got to say, I'm not really concerned with what Libya is going to do or what they have planned, whether they have an antidote or whether they're involved, because it's not Libya who is threatening people with violence where I live. It's not Libya or whoever is in charge over there, right, after Gaddafi got iced. Nobody. Uh, Nobody's in charge? Not really. He lives next door. (laughs) Um, Pope nobody lives next door. So I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, color me unconcerned. Thank you, Val, for the call tonight. I will say this, right? Like, she's correct that there are people that wish to rule the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, some have done a better job of of pulling that off and others. Lots of people have talked about this being a biological weapon. Everything that I read in the news suggests that it is not. Yeah, it's it is kind a, of a crappy one if that was what, you know. Yeah, it's really not a good biological not weapon. Um, everything that I read in the news suggests that, in fact, it comes from bats, that bats have lots of coronaviruses, mm-hmm. and that COVID-19 is from the, um, you know, SARS-CoV-2 yep. strain or whatever. And yeah, that the it's H2 probably from bats. or H3N2 or whatever it is. It's yeah, the, yeah, the H&N named convention. We got Jill. She's on the line in Richmond, Virginia, listening to WNTW. Uh, Jill, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi, Jill. In, in hey, Jill. Virginia, the governor was clamping down. He he uh, said that we he had moved it back the time that, that the state could open up. And then he finally said, "All right, yesterday, this Friday." Uh huh. And then the, the mayor of Richmond, he started clamping down mm-hmm. for another two weeks. He said. This is so ridiculous. But anyway, who knows what's going to happen next. And then, you know what else? The senator or former senator, Tim Kaine. Senator Tim Kaine was on the the radio one time, and he was making some remarks about capitalists would be better uh, advised to, uh, they would be better advised if they would uh, look more long range, and that would be a better way to do for them to succeed or some such stuff as this. And I thought of telling him, only I didn't manage to get through, that those people, businessmen, do not need Tim Kaine or any other politician to tell them how to do their job. Absolutely. Amen. If they were any good at doing something, they'd go and get a uh, productive job. And I mean they, meaning the politicians. They'd go and do something valuable uh, with their time and their lives instead of just trying to tell everybody what to do. They didn't earn their positions in any legitimate manner. They were just foisted upon us in this insane system that we've been, you know, we've all grown up with that we're supposed to believe is somehow beneficial to us. When the fact is, it just aggregates uh, more control to people like this Tim Kaine guy that you're talking about. Didn't he run for president once or something like that? That name sounds familiar. Oh, he, let's see. He was uh, the governor of the state at one time. I see. I think he was mayor of Richmond. Maybe that's why but, I've heard of him, because he was a governor uh, on the air there. I don't remember that he ran for president. He may have tried to do Well, it, as but... usual, Jill, you're spot on. Is there anything else you want to share with us tonight? Well, I guess as I've said what I had to say this time. <laughs> Thanks right, for the Jill. call. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's go to Graham. He's in Erie, Pennsylvania. Graham, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Uh, yeah, I called last uh, weekend about uh, buying silver at a store despite the uh, coronavirus shutdown in my oh, state. Oh, yeah, I remember I, that. Mm-hmm. We were we were asking you to call back if you were able to actually go to the store and walk in and purchase anything. Did that happen? Yeah, I was able to today. Nice. Tell us. Um, I went into a local uh, store that buys and sells silver and jewelry. Um, I asked them, you know, if they were open, that type of stuff. I had to have the mask on, and they had, like, little makeshift plastic.
plastic barriers between the customer and the store clerk. Jeez. So all told and settled, it took like 10, 15 minutes for the transaction to be completed. Is that the, sounds like a long time. Yeah, is that normal? Yeah, like, yeah. Or is that longer than Yeah, why would normal? it take so long? Was there a line of people in front of you? No. It was only two people per at a time. Only two customers at a time are allowed in the store. So they did mm-hmm. have some additional restrictions. Not mm-hmm. only did you have to wear the mask, but then they only allowed two people in at the time. Now, what and... would have happened if you just said, no, thanks, I'm not going to wear a mask? <clears throat> I couldn't have bought silver. Why? They wouldn't have let me in. Really? That's Are you sure? Because of fears of the coronavirus spreading. That's what they said. Hmm. Interesting. Because well, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not interested in wearing a mask, and I am going to tell people that uh, I have an objection, you know, either religious or medical, and see what they say. And if they still don't want my business, well, I'll go buy silver from somewhere else. But Graham, thanks for your call, man. Thanks for the update. Appreciate it. Toll free numbers eight fifty five four fifty free. People, I think, need to push back about this. If oh, you a want, lot. if you don't want to live in this, uh, you know, medical authoritarian state then you got to stand up and refuse to go along with these so-called orders. 855-450-FREE or policies that businesses are now making based on their belief that these orders are legitimate. Uh, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind here. You can share your thoughts with us here on Free Talk Live. Live. It's Free Talk Live. You bring up whatever you want here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. A little bit of good news from Wisconsin. It looks like the... Apparently, the Supreme Court there overturned, like, all of the lockdown-related stuff. Yeah, so they basically said, uh, we're not going to continue it. It's against our state's constitution or something like that. Which is awesome, because uh, the counter-story to that was, uh, like, I think it was a week or so ago, we talked about the Supreme Court in the United States will not lift the Pennsylvania governor's shutdown order. So apparently, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania said... These orders are totally fine. Uh, They appealed that to the Supreme Court of the United States, and they refused to hear the case, which basically upholds the lower court's decision. Well, and and what was it that happened here in New Hampshire? Didn't somebody try to put their suit together and uh, the New Hampshire court was like, nope, we're not going to hear it? No. Uh, What happened here was uh, very early on. It was like two months ago, so it was right right in the beginning of this, um, the... Uh, there was a free stater, Liberty guy, who's an attorney. His name's Dan Hines. He's also a former state rep. Right. He filed the case on behalf of, I believe, three individuals, one of whom I believe is the uh, the head of the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, okay. if I recall correctly. But anyway, he filed this case and lost at the district court level or superior uh, superior court level, wherever whichever court it was it was heard in. Yeah. Uh, he lost at that level, and they chose not to appeal. Oh, okay. so, so they could have appealed. Well, that's interesting. You sh- you'll have to ask Dan what his reasoning yeah, okay. for it is. Usually, unless a case is I just, like... I just bring that up because I wanted to highlight, we'll call it the chaos, but like when you get different states doing different things, I mean, that's kind of the idea behind having mm-hmm. different states is that, oh, if you don't like how things are in one area, you can go to another area where things are, di- you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Things are supposed to be different. It's not supposed to be homogenous. That's true. It's not all supposed to be, you know, the federal government rules over every state and every state does what the federal government says they're supposed to do, which is what has been happening. We've been seeing this monkey see, monkey do attitude. One state does something, that's their reaction to COVID-19, and then all of the other states follow suit immediately after. Yeah, and the, of course the media is trying to make this Wisconsin story sound like, oh, it's just political. 
And maybe it was. I don't know. You know, the, apparently it's a Democratic governor. It is. And I don't know how the well, you know, and, political viewpoint is of the Supreme Court members there, but I think they're suggesting that maybe they were like Republican appointed or something like that. Well, and Gover- Governor Evers in this article says that uh, he fears that the court order would cause the one thing he was trying to prevent more death. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> maybe not in the long run, you know, people get cirrhosis of the liver yeah, and that kind of thing drinking too much. Right. Know? Well, I mean, you know, this is the uh, this is the bulwark against which the this pro lockdown people are um hiding, right? Like this they're they're um, you know, hiding behind this. Yeah. If it saves only one life. Well, what about people's livelihoods mm-hmm. at the they same time? They don't care time? about that. What about their mental health? They and don't what care about, about that. Well, they, I think they do care about it. It's just that they, uh, they, they're lying, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when they say they're out to save a life, they're not. Right. They're saying that, you know, we've, this is a political football, and our team has chosen this particular course of action. And that's what's really destructive here. Is is that you should be able to do what you want to do to defend your health mm-hmm. and to do what you want with your business without having to be like, I'm pro-Trump or I'm against Trump. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah. I don't care about that. And And where were all these people caring so much when the flu season came around for, well, every year for... Well, however long humanity. I have around. turned my opinion on the flu. Yeah. So what was your opinion on the it's flu? It's not that well that uh, thirty to seventy thousand people die per year by the flu. Right. That's, that's not an opinion. That's what the well. Yes, it is. Is it? It's the opinion of the Center for Disease Control. Okay. But I've read an article that um, isn't that an estimate. It's an estimate. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, I read an article by a, you know, they do some testing and then they s- extrapolate from there how many people died of the flu. Mm-hmm. I read an article by a doctor who said, I've only had one person die from the flu on my watch. So that doctor doesn't think that nearly as many people are dying from the flu as they're saying. That in fact, it's not that the number, you know, like COVID-19 is just now reaching the numbers that the flu kills in a given, is, is uh, just... Recently reached it, yeah. It's, it's above, above it, but just recently above it. But but we've also seen those their numbers, numbers were probably up. BS yeah, from the beginning. Of course they are. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, we've talked about clear. that the whole time that they're essentially blown up those numbers big time. But we're bl- they're blowing up the flu numbers, is what I mean. I'm talking about the COVID nineteen oh, well, numbers yeah, yeah, are blown yeah. up big time. I've looked at the excess death numbers and run them alongside of the COVID numbers, and I will agree with you that a certain amount of people. But not even half. But we agree that everybody is basically using the CDC numbers at this point, right? As far as the number of deaths. That's for, flu, what, for flu? For, for flu, right. Uh, for, well, yes, for flu I and, and COVID. And I believe both numbers are incorrect in some way, shape, or form. But well, they're, they're the, the measuring stick of you know everybody at this point. So my point is, is that all these people who are like, if it only saves just one life, where were they when they had the flu and they had to go to the grocery store to pick up their flu medicine and spread it around to everybody? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a guilt trip is all it is, and I'm tired of it. Let's talk to Jerry. He's in Reno, Nevada. Jerry, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Hey, thank you for having me, gentlemen. Yes, How are you doing? Go ahead, hey, Jerry. What's on your mind? Hey, um, in regards to uh, one of you gentlemen, I forgot which one, stated that he uh, does not like wearing a mask, and I fit the bill there. 
Uh, I have not worn a mask and will not. And yeah, not I, I just want to clarify. Never. I have not worn a mask. Not that I don't like it. I imagine I wouldn't like it, but I've never actually tried it, and I'm not going to do it. I just got a really cool bike uh, biker's mask for pollution. It's very comfortable, and I like it a lot. Yeah, well, whatever. Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead and share with your thoughts on this. Okay, thank you. Um, I, I went to a rally or a protest here in Reno, Nevada, mm-hmm. uh, about a week or so ago, and um, a lady was kind enough to give me a flyer. And let me quickly just try to read uh, two or three sentences how it states, I'm exempt from all regulation mandating face mask usage in public. Wearing a face mask poses a health risk to me. Under the ADA and HIPAA, I am not required to disclose my medical condition to anyone. And then it goes on to give a uh, Department of Justice ADA violation 1-800 number. And then it gives the fines for... uh, for um, violations of those orders. And Mm -hmm. I agree with you, gentlemen, when you definitely said it takes away from our constitutional rights. Yeah, I think that uh, the constitutional rights took a real blow this year and that the only way that we can claw back some of them, because they never, once they're gone, they tend to, you know, the, when the government expands, you you don't get the whole thing back. And I like to use prohibition uh, I mean, now we have licensing of uh, you can't brew, you can't distill liquor in your house, not legally, not in most, not in many states, right. mm-hmm. and you can't, uh, you know, before the TSA. Remember, remember when you used to go meet people coming out of the airplane at the yeah. little, the, the terminal right door, at the terminal, and yeah. be able to wave by. Yeah, yeah. it was really mm-hmm. a cool part of going to get somebody from the airport, and that just doesn't happen. Or dropping anymore. somebody off, you got like a kid or something, you can take them right, right up to the terminal. Yeah, that's and then true. Can't do that anymore. Right. In fact, they were even, Mark, talking about banning in like, you know, what what are they going to do to stop this in the future? They were talking about prohibiting anyone from even coming into the airport who doesn't have business there. So you wouldn't even be able to walk in and go to the ticket counter with, you know, your kid or whatever, right? right? Like, you'd have to stay outside. That's one of the things they're proposing. Uh, but, Jerry, I'm with you on this. And that, that flyer that you're talking about, I think we saw a copy of that. It was floating around one of the chat groups, the activist chats here in this uh, this area. Yeah, a couple different versions have surfaced. And, and they all basically say the same thing that Jerry said. So I think they're consistent. I'll say this. I don't care for HIPAA. I don't care for government, you know, mandates and uh, federal rulings or whatever. You know, the flyer sort of cites these federal this and that protections and all this. Uh, I don't care about all that stuff. I think that, you know, I'd rather see the federal government disappear. But as long as they're going to be trying to impose some sort of authoritarian scheme, I don't think there's anything wrong with citing their own rules and saying, oh yeah, well this authoritarian thing over here says that I can wear this mask. So whatever it takes to be able to live your life to some normal See, I yeah. think is is worth doing. And Jerry, thanks for the call tonight. And I appreciate I it. I don't forget in this country, you still have the right to peaceably assemble. Yes, you do. Although they've been arresting people for that in some places. Yeah, gathering in more than ten people and all that kind of thing. Um, I just want to make it clear my point on the mask. I'm not wearing one. I don't think it's necessary. The information that I've read suggests that uh, even the scientists disagree on whether it's effective or not. Particularly the cloth ones. I'm not talking about the mm-hmm. the N95s. Um, I just want to be clear that if you want to wear one, wear one. Go for it. But if you're wearing one because you've been required to by your government, then I disagree with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I don't have an, a problem with people wearing masks. Like when I was in uh, Tokyo, it's not uncommon there in Asian countries. It's something that people do rel- relatively regularly. I, I, I think wearing masks is a great idea, but I will quote Sam Adams here. 
if you uh, like it because you're being forced to do it, may your chains mm. rest lightly upon you. Indeed. Mm. Toll-free number tonight is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, free talk a lot. Remember when you first heard about Bitcoin? How long did it take you to realize this little project would soon change the world? Do you kind of wish you had gotten involved sooner? Well, now is your chance to be part of the next revolution in money. Intercoin is working to finally make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state. Bitcoin was originally supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system, the way we would all pay one another without having to trust any third party. But instead, over time, it mostly became a store of value. That's because every 10 minutes, the Bitcoin network must put all transactions into a block. And that block can only hold so much. If crypto is to become mainstream, for everyone to use it in everyday payments, we need a new architecture. One that's as secure as Bitcoin while being far more scalable. Check out intercoin.org to find out more and maybe pick up some of those coins for yourself. Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. You're invited to join us here. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We started out with a little bit of good news out of Wisconsin that the Wisconsin Supreme Court has overturned the lockdown, and apparently there are no more governor's orders in place because I guess they overturned all of them, is the way it sounded from that That's story. what it sounds like. So that's really great. Is Wisconsin the only state of the 50 states uh, that is as free right now as as we've been describing? Or are there others that maybe we just haven't caught wind of or hadn't, haven't made the same stir on a national level? I know that I think it was last night that one of the callers from Arkansas, I was listening to the Mariana's edition of yeah. the show with Vin and Alex, and a uh, regular caller from Arkansas says they never had a lockdown in Arkansas. Right. They, yes. were, they had restrictions as far as like restaurants and, and the bars, like the typical you can't open kind of restrictions, but there was not a you have to stay at home order in place. So you could still, you couldn't go to a bar and hang out and have a beer. Correct. Yeah, right. Okay. But you weren't locked down in the same way that the other states had well, said to people, you have to stay home. So different states did this lockdown thing differently. Mm-hmm. I didn't live my life any differently, except I couldn't go to restaurants that weren't open. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, uh, you could not get a haircut if you wanted. Right. I couldn't yeah. get one because my barber is shut. I did get a haircut. I took my mom's dog clippers yeah. and, I, you know, and I did my own. <laughs> Hope you cleaned them first. Eh, they've been around a long time. I had my hair cut by those dog cl- that probably the same old yeah. thing f- in my youth. I don't know. I mean, it had a toggle switch on the back. It's it, nothing like you get at Walmart. Well, I've got a little bit more dim in the house. Good news coming up here uh, about that guy that got arrested, the megachurch pastor in Tampa. We'll give you an update on oh, that yeah. story. There's a little bit of good news there. But first, let's go back to your phone calls and thoughts. Mike is in Goldbar, Washington, listening to KBKW. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, it's Mike and Goldbar. Hey, Captain. Hey, Mike. What's up? Remember in the old days, like Leave It to Beaver, they would say, um, uh, here, Wally, here's a piggy bank, and I'm going to give you a dollar to get you started. You could save for a car. So, Captain, I'm going to I'm gonna give you something to start your parody piggy bank. You ready for this? Now, think of Barry Manilow, okay. Copacabana, 
Okay. This is not a, this is serious stuff. You could make this happen in my COVID COVID bandana. <laughs> nice. All, <laughs> kinds I like of, it. all kinds of germs and stuff smeared in my COVID bandana. Uh, nice. Thanks. Right. That's free, he's, Captain. He's That's using free. a pen right That's now. I, oh, is that, oh, no. You're I'm typing something in your phone right now. I am. I'm typing. No, but no thank, more calls thank God from, for, No, I'm just kidding. Thank Thank God. Thank goodness for craft beers. You guys have a great Thanks evening. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate Mike, you're it. you're awesome. Oh, Thanks, God, man. Yep. Uh, and I know nobody had come up with another line to, uh, we're just going to take it. He's been working on that. So, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I actually had another idea for yeah. a Barry Manilow parody of Copacabana. It was, uh, if anybody's a G.I. Joe fan here, mm. it was to just turn that into Cobra Commander, right? The but Cobra, you have to do the voice. Cobra Commander. You got to do the voice. There was a guy who used to call this show who did an amazing Cobra, Cobra Commander. Commander voice. Did he do the? I don't know about that. Like he definitely had like he definitely had it down. We'll be right back after this. Yeah, see, I wasn't uh, a, a G.I. Joe fan, so I couldn't say how good it was. I really liked it, though. The he did sound great. like a... I, I, I'm sorry, I just... Mike, that was pretty good. COVID yeah. bandana. If that's, you that's pretty good. go to archives.freetalklive.com and search... Search it. It probably will come up. What, yeah. Cobra, Cobra Commander? Commander. Yeah. You can find some... Uh, Didn't he run for president? Was it 2012 or something like I that? I can't when remember what year it was, but he did him. run for president yeah, uh, one you know, under the, the notion that how much worse could it possibly be? Well, his has given us some answers <laughs> now we know i just wanted to make a point too we were talking last night at our nightcap gathering yes and our illegal nightcap gathering, our very illegal nightcap gathering that has been going on for eight weeks now or you could say constitutional uh gathering yeah. whatever you want to look at it uh, in the town square which is also a circle yep uh and i lamented and correct me if i'm wrong that uh, all the uh, bernie bots the bernie bros the you know, feel the burn supporters should be incredibly happy right now. Why is that? Because what has actually been instituted since the COVID scare by governments is democratic socialism. Well, didn't we already have that? Well, well we did, but I'm just saying it's more of it. Okay. And so those people should. And under, how do you me, like your 60 day under, free like, trial like, of communism? Like, like <laughs> Donald Trump, the guy that all the Bernie bots love to hate, yeah. has implemented more democratic socialism than any previous politician. Now, are you referring specifically to I'm the $1,200 checks? I'm being facetious. I think it's more co- corporate welfare is what I'm seeing yes. here. Now, of course, mm-hmm. when you ruin somebody's business, you've got to make good on it. Yeah. Well, so, and well, they're they also don't. propping up the businesses by printing, printing money, money, mm-hmm. printing, printing money. Right. It's not so, going to be propping them up, though, because as we already pointed out, the small business loans are coming with yeah. a, a ton so of strings So what's the next attached. step when the, when the businesses can't? Well, then they take over. The Get government does. They nationalize the businesses. That's the next step. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they've proposed doing that yet. No, but, but if you look at maybe coming, if you look at the communist uh, the manifesto, well, or you know, the history of communist empires or communist uh, countries, governments, right? They all kind of follow the same pattern from growth until death, right? Uh, if you study the history of empires, right, empires have these cycles that they go right. through, and so that would be the next step is for the businesses to become nationalized. Let's go to John. He's in Lincoln, Nebraska, watching us on YouTube. Go ahead, John. Hey, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I was going to say, you know, yeah, the, the mayor of where I'm, the mayor of my city, you know, she went on Good Morning America a while back or whatever it was, um, some morning news station. She said, oh, you know, we're, we're spread out or something. She said, like, you know, Lincoln, 
you know, it's just one of those places where, you know, it's not so bad here or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then right after that, it's like things started getting worse. And now the governor's opened everything back up. I guess, you know, the governor's Republican, the mayor of the city is a Democrat. It just seems really kind of like they're at odds and everything. And they're making it a, a big deal out on the news and all this stuff. Um, when you say it's open back up, know, what I, do you mean by that? What is, what does it mean to be open back up? Well, like restaurants and stuff like that, like a lot of them are closed. Right. Um, are they I don't being think forced? Was like, Sorry, John. Didn't no, write, I don't but think are, any. Are the restaurants being forced to do social distancing measures? Are they forcing their employees to wear masks? What's going on with that? I'm not sure if they're forced, but I guess the rules are just they're just playing by the rules or whatever. Whatever's uh, being suggested by the CDC, I think, because they're, they're covering things up. You know, they're they're having them spread out like. One booth empty, the next booth you can okay. use. Okay, so They're they one, are one doing tables. this stupid yeah. crap uh, that they uh, feel like they have to do because the government said so. And then, of course, there's also these people who are the busybodies out there. Um, one of our co-hosts, Aria, was showing us some of the messages. She works at a, a pizza chain here in town, and they get the feedback that they can see, right? So, like, if somebody writes feedback on the website, then it goes to the store, and they can, they can see it. Um, and so they got a couple one-star ratings from people who were mad that they didn't have their masks on. Not yeah. all the employees were wearing masks. I'll never go there yeah. again. And Aria was like, well, we had $4,000 in business. We do more business now in a night than we do on the Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, so it's like, you know, okay, we're going to lose your business, lady? Whatever. But to the caller's point, yeah. I think he's correct in that nothing is ever going to go back to normal. Oh, God. Right? They keep using this term, the new normal normal for a reason and i think that it is for this very reason is that they are going to micromanage all of the small businesses that return and an example of that is uh, something i put in the in the prep today uh i saw a thing on the social media it's a, a bar called cheap charlie's in new york state somewhere and they have prepared for the eventuality of reopening by putting up plexiglass separators at the bar to keep anyone who sits at the bar six feet away from each other. They've also put up plexiglass in between each of their tables in the restaurant <laughs> area to prevent people from, well, I don't know, leaning over to their neighbor and saying and hello. And meeting somebody. And, right, you know, yeah, or socializing in some way, shape, or form. And also, it seems to me like it is creating one horrendous hazard. And by that, I mean people are going to trip and fall into these clear plexiglass things. They're not going to see it, especially if they've imbibed some alcohol. So, you know, their insurance is going to go up in this kind of a thing. Uh, we'll try and post a picture of that for you on our social media so you can see what the future of bars looks like. Yeah, and according to uh, the story over at CNN that's got like a rundown of all the 50 states' so-called reopenings, it looks like uh, Nebraska's got a 50% capacity rule right now for restaurants. Uh, thank you, John, for your update. I appreciate hearing for me tonight, 855-450. It's Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free to join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We've got the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. So hop into uh, one of those rooms. You'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us tonight you've got ian the captain and mark and uh make want to make sure that you know about liberty dot menu liberty-minded folks people who are rejecting the initiation of force people who agree 
to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle. These are people who wanted for a long time what they finally have with Liberty.menu. It's a business directory, basically. It also has uh, areas for events and digital content. So whatever it is that you do, whatever thing that you offer in the marketplace, you want other liberty-minded people to know about it, get on over to Liberty.menu and list yourself up there. Um, you know, It wouldn't hurt to get a little bit of extra business, especially right now. Liberty.menu, it's free to use it, so why not? As long as you care about freedom, you should be up there over at Liberty.menu. You can use code FTL on your user profile. You get a uh, free Talk Live listener badge. We can't give you a discount because the site's free. It's Liberty.menu. As we go to a little more good news, it's nice to have a little bit of good news to talk about here. Good news, everybody. Tampa, Florida, Fox 13 reporting. Lawyers say charges have been dropped against the pastor of the Tampa Mega Church, who prosecutors said defied safer-at-home orders when he held large services with hundreds of his congregants. By the way, where's the mass deaths uh, that have come from him holding uh, services with hundreds and hundreds of people converging in the same physical you know, space in close proximity to one another? I haven't heard about it. Great question. Well, Doctor- this, is a, this is one of the things that the 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 experts out there aren't willing to say Mm -hmm. is we don't know a heck of a lot about this virus and 60 days out we still don't know that much Mm -hmm. and it acts really strange we're a little more than 60 days out well uh 60 days out from sort of the you know the raising beginning of the raising of the alarms Mm -hmm. so you know Anyway. It's been three months now since I was originally scheduled to go to uh, the Marianas Islands, and and that was canceled right around when right. Yeah. You know, the I keep, buzz started I keep saying March 13th, although uh, I did have another article for show prep. Uh, the headline was just that uh, there are two people in Washington State, Snohomish County, so near Seattle, outside mm-hmm. of Seattle, uh, that came down with some sort of illness in the first week of December of last year. Mm. And those blood samples that they took of both of those people have tested positive for COVID-19. Uh-oh. Changing the narrative of when COVID actually came to right. the U.S. Who knows? So it's right. been around longer than the officials believe that it has and have been telling us right. well, I mean, if it you, has. If in December you had symptoms that seemed like a cold or a flu, you're not going to go and get tested. You're just going to power have any idea. In December, no one knew about this. You're just really. going to power through it and you're going to survive uh, unless or you not. don't. <laughs> you know? Neither and of these people died, by the way. Right, and that's that. Uh, we continue well, here. I mean, the the numbers of survival by COVID nineteen have varied widely, but at this point, we're getting down to a fraction of a percent at this point death rate. I mean, if you were diagnosed with a well, cancer, it's been a fraction of a fraction of a you know. Uh, some people, have, people, some people have claimed that the death rate is up to fifteen percent. Of what? people who caught this thing what, whatever they just claimed it yeah well, like, that's that, that's the problem with all of this so is it a fraction i think it's a fraction of a percent it is a fraction of a percent and the question yeah. is um sort of you know what would you do if you were given you know you went to the doctor and they said you have cancer but the survivability rate is 99 percent. you probably wouldn't change life. your life Dr. Rodney Howard Brown drew national criticism after images from a service at the river in Tampa Bay uh, showed the pews filled with parishioners the Sunday after Hillsborough County issued orders for residents to stay home and not congregate in groups larger than 10 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Howard Brown turned himself in the following Monday after the sheriff's office uh, charged him with unlawful assembly 
and violating public health emergency rules of isolation and quarantine in relation to the Sunday services where the sheriff said up to 500 people were in attendance. The church's live video stream showed a packed crowd cheering and applauding. The sheriff said Howard Brown encouraged churchgoers to attend and even offered them bus transportation to get to the church. And previously, his deputies tried to speak to the man about the potentially dangerous environment he was creating at the church, but church leaders allegedly said he refused to call off the upcoming services. Advocates of and opposition to the pastor's actions raised questions about freedom of speech and public health. There's no questions about this. Anybody who's upset can be upset. Look, people are upset about religion all the time. That's like the history of man, okay, being upset about religion. Mm -hmm. However... If you try to stop somebody from uh, you know, practicing the religion in the United States of America, especially if you have taken an oath to the Constitution, you should be fired. And that's it. Well, that's not going to happen. Uh, but they did drop the charges in this particular case. Right. Some little bamf over here right like he goes ahead and and says well we're gonna lock him up and uh, arrest him and then we're gonna drop the charges in a month this is this is an old trick mm-hmm. by the executive branch they call it what, what's the, the you can beat the rap but you can't beat the ride mm. so you know yeah we're gonna take you're gonna take a ride to jail and right. you're gonna it's gonna mm-hmm. be unpleasant and it now, made sure, the news right yeah and, you know he's a bad guy and lots of people are like ha ha see this will happen to you if you have a gathering get, he's gonna get the covids and die ha 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 or whatever some they're people saying. want them to get the COVID. yes they absolutely yeah. do and most of those people are gonna vote democrat and mm-hmm. that's the problem here is this whole thing has become a political football oh if you think it's a political football now wait till you get you know wait till this uh, campaign season really kicks into uh, high gear oh yeah it would have been so much better if joe biden had been in charge i mean <laughs> this guy can't find his way he can't put on a pair of loafers <laughs> have you heard the stories about the biden um what do they call it like an online campaign meetings that they've been having like they've had yeah. him on zoom yeah. and it's just been an absolute disaster <laughs> well i can't imagine so my mom's a pretty avid uh, fox news watcher mm-hmm. and i have got a chance to see and by the way i do like to tucker carlson's intros mm-hmm. he he does some great monologues so um yeah i've watched some of the the stuff and seen it um i generally try to you know try to intersperse my opinion between the the republicans and the democrats but sometimes it's really difficult as i understand it and i haven't seen really much of it but i've, I've read a little bit about it as i understand it it's just painful apparently even for like the the democrat fans of this yeah. guy uh because I, I was reading a story from the atlantic today which was written by somebody who's obviously on the left but just talking about how much of a disaster these uh, these zoom meetings have been where you and justin amash has now dropped out right yeah. Just, Justin Amash is not going to run for president. Yeah, uh, as, uh, as, as a libertarian. libertarian right, yeah. right, I mean, presumably so. he's not going to run for president at all. Presumably. I don't know how he would run for president otherwise. It would be very difficult. It's going to be difficult to be a libertarian and run this year. I mean, it's always hard to be a third party, but it's going to be harder than ever. They just won a suit in, I can't remember which state, I think it was Illinois, mm-hmm. that they can now use as precedent in the other states mm-hmm. to say that they need ballot access. Because they can't procure it on their own. Because they can't get signatures. They can't get the signatures for ballot right. access. In some states like Oklahoma. Well, they're going to have to fight in a bunch of places yeah. you know, over that. It's not going to be an easy thing to do. But uh, if you want to comment, you're welcome to join us here. So kudos to Rodney Howard Brown, the pastor there at the river in Tampa Bay. Uh, that church, he has been released. His counsel has said that they received a notice of termination of the misdemeanor charges against 
uh, Howard Brown, and I presume that was all of the charges? Yes, that was all of them. Quote, we are pleased that all the charges have been dropped. It's now time to move forward with healing and restoration. I think they should move forward with a civil suit uh, against these people. Give them some sort of a slapdown if it's possible within this legal system because they dropped the charges because they know they couldn't get a conviction, right? That's the reason they dropped the charges. It's free talk. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farm, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire. Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing too. Invest in liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com. Yeah! It's Free Talk Live. You bring up anything you want. Take control of the airwaves with us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in-line rooms. They're over at discord.lrn.fm. So hop in uh, to one of those, and we'll get you on the air with us here tonight. It's Ian. Some guy. And Mark. We talk to, uh, let's see, I think Art's on the line in Jackson, Michigan. He's calling from the uh, cor- correctional institution there, the prison. Go ahead, Art. You're on Free Talk Live. I want to touch bases a little bit about COVID-19 mm-hmm. in the Michigan prisons. I hear you guys are a, a bit of a life. hot spot. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, the, the, Actually, Parnell, Jackson, Michigan was the epicenter, started the first epicenter here with the uh, COVID-19 uh, We've had a number of deaths. A number of the people I work with actually died from it. Really? Um, so it's pretty bad in here. Wow. Um, yeah. The um, just and just just a, it's kind of a new death sentence in Michigan, uh, even though they outlawed it. It's it's a new death sentence. But anyhow, so you, you said a number. Um, what what is the number? Two, three, five, ten, twenty, one. Well, uh, as far as well, right now I think we're fifty or sixty right now. Hold on. Fifty people in the prison died from COVID nineteen. Uh, in Michigan, correct. In your prison, fifty people. No, 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 not, not all in my prison. No, no, we had. I think we had six or ten in this prison here. One of the difficulties is when somebody gets sick, though, mm-hmm. they just don't come back, and so you don't know. Exactly. It's difficult for a convict to get right. a, a count. Exactly, mm. you get locked in your cell and you die, pretty much. Is what happens. But anyhow, mm-hmm. it's a, the, the Michigan citizens are even protesting for the prisoners, believe it or not, wow. uh, which is unheard of. But uh, it's definitely taking place because they know how bad it is in here. Because we're crammed, we're like sardines in here. Sure. We're three feet apart, and the problem is they're doing everything backwards. They're actually keeping people uh, locked down longer, so you don't can't get out the yard. Get the fans going. They got the windows open. Everything that they're not supposed to be doing, they're doing. Of course, um, I mean jails and prisons took, are not known for compassion towards the inmates and taking good care of them. They they feel the more they punish us, the better they do their job. But the problem now is with this COVID nineteen, it's killing people, and it's really. We figured the death rate was about three percent from what they were testing. Now the other last week, two week or two ago, they tested one of the prisons, and I think it was like almost eight hundred people tested positive. Anyhow, because they're doing everything backwards with the overcrowding, the mass incarceration that's taking place, there's just no way to uh, you know to to get around it. I mean, everybody's getting it. Right. Uh, but anyhow, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. And by the way, uh, when the, one uh, of the things that they do when they lock you up is they take responsibility for your safety. Now, admittedly, correct. they don't do a great job of it, but this is one of the 
the problems the state has is when they choose to lock people up, especially in conditions where they're all packed together, then they're taking responsibility for people catching diseases. Look, I get that there's lots of people out there that don't want lots of people released from prison. But what we need to understand is most of the people that are in prison are in for nonviolent crimes. A lot of them, yeah. Correct. Correct. And yesterday, uh, protesters were on the uh, the uh, Lansing Capitol with assault rifles. Assault rifles, because uh, mm-hmm. Michigan is an open carry state. Right. So, uh, so basically, there are a lot of people protesting because we have a lot of draconian uh, rules going on with this uh, executive orders. So, there are definitely people are standing up and taking arms because they know it's crazy. The whole state's locked down pretty much. Lee. Uh, prisons, of course, are even worse because you know you know how the prison environment set takes place. Uh, on top of that, like I said. Um, uh, we did file a class action lawsuit. Fifty-two prisoners got together. We filed a class action lawsuit last week, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's, it, it's Rouse versus uh, the Michigan governor. It's available on. Uh, it should be available on uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pacer.gov. Of course, uh, we have another case pending, Rouse versus the U.S. Attorney General, dealing with the draconian laws that are still on the books right now. We we asked for a protective order to stop a lot of the um, things that are taking place in here. Um, like I said, we've also, they've also shut down the law library, so we have no access to the courts any longer. Oh, I'm not even sure they like can legally do that. Well, they can't. They can't. But it's it's they did it anyway. they But the only way you want. can stop them is to file a lawsuit against them. And now you don't have access to the law library, so how the hell are you going to file right. a lawsuit they against can't them? File a, exactly, it's a, <laughs> it's a vicious circle. But anyhow, but we did. I did file it. Fifty-two prisoners. It's only thirty pages long. I just put something together real quick, typed up something real quick. We <laughs> also have real an quick thirty-page filing. I love you guys, man. I'm yeah. glad, I'm so glad for uh, jailhouse lawyers like you. you know, I'm not saying you're an actual attorney, but uh, you're somebody who's done a lot of research into uh, the, the the law and and filing these suits, and and you're helping lead the way for these guys. And I'm sure you're going to keep us up to date, Art, on uh, on these as yeah. they develop. Exactly. And anybody that can give me any kind of assistance, it's Art Rouse at two seven four two three seven. Um, like I said, they can either go on uh, jpay.com or they can go Facebook. They can look up Prisoners for Liberty because we still have a, that going as well. We, we've actually started a GoFundMe account because we need the assistance with filing court fees and stuff like that. Right. It's a lot of money to file these court fees. Yeah, especially when you're in prison and if, you, if you're lucky enough to be able to work, you might be making like 50 cents a month. Or something exactly. Ridiculous. I'm at $80 a month, but I'm running hey, the law library. So the bottom line is anybody that can assist us out there will be grateful. They can they can write directly to me. That's, of course, 1780 Parnell, Jackson, Michigan, 49201, or Jay Payme, or whatever. But He's any Art help Rouse. that we can get out there would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Art. Appreciate the update tonight. Good okay. luck. That's Art and calling from the I just, Parnell. I just want to give a shout-out to, to Michigan in general. Yeah. It seems that through this whole... What do you refer to it as? The medical hellscape? Uh, this whole post-COVID-19 government crackdown? Like yeah, authoritarian what, medical hellscape. Whatever it is, uh, Michigan has been the loudest, at least that I can tell, uh, of all of the geographic areas known as states within the United States. They have been the loudest, I think. Uh, I saw it was Lionel, who's a former talk show host on his YouTube channel. He used the term, I think it was... Uh, bio tyranny, 
Biotyranny. I, I hadn't nice. heard that one before, but or biotyrannical or one of the others, something like that. Well, uh, uh, real quick, yeah. uh, the CDC, which is the Center for Dumbass Control, now recommends that in addition to masks, gloves, and blindfolds, everyone must also <laughs> shove their heads up their asses in a mandatory concerted effort to prevent the spread of freedom. Let's talk to Jerome. He's on the line in Charleston, South Carolina, listening to WTMA. Hello, Jerome. Hey, you say you like to watch Fox? I despise no. Fox. Nope, no, I nobody don't. said it. You do watch it. No, nope, I said my mother watches Fox, okay. and I've sat wait. there, and I do like Tucker Carlson's <laughs> monologues <laughs> in the idiot. beginning. Wait, Jerome, I thought he's you watched Fox News. Don't you watch Fox News, Jerome? Hey, Tucker Carlson, yeah, right. Tucker Carlson's an idiot. No. Okay. Most of them over there are anyway, because all they do is carry Trump's water for them. Trump's water I, I would agree with you that, that a lot of that goes on. Um, I can, yeah. however, doing this job for more than 20 years now, can recognize talent. But I despise Sean Hannity probably more than all He's a really he nice guy. George I don't Zimmerman. agree with him on he politics. Helped John, he helped George Zimmerman get away with murder. Okay? Who? That's George Zimmerman. George yeah. Dimmer, Zimmerman. Zimmerman. So when they're going to start develop, uh, defending those, uh, the father and son in, in uh, Georgia that murdered uh, Ahmaud Arbery, when are they going to start defending him since they like defending people who shoot and kill unarmed black people? When well, are they going to start defending them? Now, what is this? This is the Georgia story, Mark. You were telling us about off the air, right? Yeah, so um, this guy was out jogging, right, who mm-hmm. had, yeah. um, for whatever reason, a shoplifting conviction in 2018. He goes into an abandoned, well, not abandoned, uh, a house under construction and kind of looks around. He's caught on video going in and kind of looking around. And then he goes back out, presumably jogging. I'm not exactly sure mm-hmm. why he would go into a house under construction while jogging, but apparently that's what he's done. Now, I am I will tell you, I have been under houses under construction in the last five years, just kind of wandered in, oh, what does this look looks like? Mm. Because I'm kind of a real estate nerd. Yeah, um, I can vouch for that. These two fellas, uh, this good old boy. Oh, that's what they are? They're fellas, huh? What do you want me to call them? They're murderers. Well, by the way, that's there a murder. Are white people. Are, there well, wait a minute. I want to know what happened yeah, yeah. here, Hang Jerome. On. Hang on. I don't know this story. What happened? Yeah. So they uh, these two fellows apparently started following him, and then they claimed they wanted to talk to him, and then they claimed that there was a struggle over the gun. Now, this was in the house that was being built. This no, that they had, at this point they'd gone he was back walking. out. To, well, jogging, jogging, um, okay. back and out to the road, okay. and they followed him. Whatever they, you know, did they see him on the cameras, and that's how they knew he was there. I don't there? know how they uh, presumably, but they said they wanted to talk to him about a burglary, mm-hmm. and he had been in a structure, so. I don't. I don't think you're going to get a murder out and of this. This, this doesn't even sound like manslaughter. And honestly. they killed this guy. One of them killed. This. Both of them killed. There him? was a struggle over the gun. Who's had? The, who had the gun? One of them. They All brought right. it. He was a jogging with a shotgun. In moments, it's free talk live. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian. The captain. And Mark. And, of course, you can join us online anytime you want over at freetalklive.com. Also, I want to make sure you, or make sure we thank Voluntary Gary who is a Free Talk Live gold amplifier. He's somebody who 
is a supporter of the Free, Free Talk Live AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. It's a way to help us get on more radio stations around the United States and bring the ideas of freedom and liberty to more listeners. And if you appreciate the work that we do here and you've got uh, five bucks a month you can throw our direction for the AMP program, we sure would appreciate it. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com, amp.freetalklive.com. Had a few new signups uh, this week for AMP and, and no cancellations, which is it's always a good week when we don't have cancellations on the AMP program. Uh, sometimes it's like a few of one and then a few of the other and it kind of just ba- just balances out if we're lucky. So it's nice to see it going in uh, in the other direction. So thank you uh, to Voluntary Gary yeah, and everybody who amps the show at amp.freetalklive.com. We go back to Jerome in Charleston, South Carolina. Jerome, you're calling about a guy who uh, you say he was murdered. I don't know all the details on this story. Mark, you're telling me that apparently a guy was uh, was out for a run. He was stopped by another couple of guys. One of them apparently had a gun and something... Uh, well, they both had guns. They both had guns. Okay. And, One of them had a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so what is your understanding of the story, Jerome? Oh, they murdered him. Yeah, they, hey, how come none of the white people that were seen on that property, they didn't follow any of them? They just happened to pick him out and follow now, him. Now, were these two men uh, related to the property in question? Because apparently no, the man who was jogging no, went into a no, house under construction. No, they're not related to... They're not related to the property at all. Okay. They're just nosy, nosy neighbors trying to trying to cause trouble, and that's what they got themselves into. As so, were there fact, any witnesses to take- this? Were there any witnesses to this uh, conflict? Oh, they got the videotape of them killing him. I mean, really? Are any witnesses? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. Where'd the video hey, come from? Where was the camera? Some guy was following them. He was probably in on it too. He was he was looking for trouble too. That's where okay. it came from. So what happened in the yeah. in the you know was there actual audio? Can you hear anything, or do you just see the murder happen on the video? So um, you heard the alleged gunshot. Murder. He fired two shots. No alleged. They murdered him. Yeah, just like okay. just like Zimmerman murdered. Now, Trayvon Mark, you were Martin. telling me off the air that uh, the, apparently this story of these two guys is that they were struggling with this man. Uh, and that somehow that that's what led to the the shootings. It, well, I mean, this is the difficulty when you have a situation like this. There's three people that were there, and one um, is there dead. Are two sides, and one side is dead. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's the side that's alive that gets to tell the story. Okay. But and, you're saying, Jerome, there's video of the actual shooting, or no? You heard the gunshot. You saw him struggling with the gun, and then you heard the gunshot. Okay. And the guys, they saw the guy, they saw the guy, the young guy stumble and fall, and he died. Right what, is, what is the so claim as far as why they pulled a gun on this man in the first place? Hey, why do they write laws where white people can kill black people and get away with it when they're unarmed? You're well, asking me? I'm not sure that they write laws like that. Um, oh, th- there are. Well, well why, why weren't they arrested then? They went and told a I lie, think it's because you asked what crime he committed, and the crime he committed was trespassing, right? On whose property? It was Whoever's building property. the house. Look, there were white people seen on that property that weren't that weren't harassed at by the them. same Why time. At the same no, time, it was different times. They showed different people on there. So the fact that these guys didn't see somebody else who was on the property does not mean that this that this guy is like you know that that's irrelevant information. Okay. Why did they pick him to follow? Why? What makes you? Pre- why do you presume that they saw everybody that was on this property ever? 
they saw they show a videotape of other people being on. They were so they were watching the property so much. Why didn't they see anybody else? Maybe they, they just happened to, to see it. Him? Look, as a person who watches my neighbor's property sometime, I you know have to have the ability to act on his behalf with some level of agency. Mm. So well, they fucking decided we gonna follow him because he's. Oh, because he's black, right? You don't think that had anything to do with it? It had. What had something to do with Mm. it is him being in a piece of property that wasn't his. I'm not saying he deserved to die. And I would also point out that trespassing is not a felony, so the fleeing felon rule does not apply here. So, you know, the case has some interesting aspects to it. What are the guys who who are alleged to have committed murder in this case? What are they saying as far as why they pulled a gun on this guy? not saying anything they're letting the lawyer do all the talking I see. and the well, lawyers I see. are trying to come up with a lie that's, that's Th- going to they sell, mentioned going to try to sell to mm-hmm. a jury they mentioned uh, uh burglary mm-hmm. and they mentioned uh self-defense because he went for the gun but wait a minute why would they pull the gun in the first place well if you have a burglar they thought this guy was a burglar he was in a structure that was mm-hmm. not his mm-hmm. so i think that it's relatively legitimate to stop off and chit chat with a gentleman mm-hmm. who has just come out of a structure that wasn't his i don't know if it's legitimate to hold the man at gunpoint uh that if that's what was actually happening we don't and i don't know right like i didn't i didn't witness this i don't know a whole lot about it i'm just trying to ask you questions mark because you seem I, to have followed the no, case I, I don't know some i don't know everything about it but i would say this right like first off these guys aren't responsible for knowing what the laws are surrounding mm-hmm. when they can hold a fl- fleeing felon and when they can't and what constitutes burglary this guy did not commit burglary because there's no locks on the mm-hmm. door Right. Okay. So, and he presumably didn't steal anything from the house. So, there's no uh, breaking and entering. There's no uh, burglary, from Sounds what like I can trespassing tell. Trespassing at best is trespassing at best, which is not a felony, and therefore the fleeing felon rules don't apply. I think these guys may very well get a wrongful homicide kind of charge, but murder. It's just not murder. Thank you, Jerome, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, that's 855-450-3733. Simp Ree in our Discord server is saying it's Georgia law, but I'm not sure what is he's, I'm not sure what law he's referring to or what is Georgia law. Uh, is it Georgia law that it's okay to pull a gun on somebody if you think that they just burgled a structure? I uh, I don't I don't know. I'm not sure you can't pull a gun on somebody who's who you reasonably believe just burglarized a right. structure. You're not sure you can't? Right. Right. I think you can mm-hmm. probably in many states, and mm-hmm. one of those states probably being Georgia, you can pull a gun on somebody that you have re- you know reasonable belief, probable cause as it were, that they committed a burglary. Now, this isn't a burglary, but I mean, you know, this is the heat of the moment. And this is one of the Mm -hmm. problems with justifiable homicide situations is you can always second guess. And no, I don't believe somebody's life is worth a television set. But they must not believe it either. If you go into somebody's house, you're forfeiting your life. Simpri says, if you view a crime, you can use any force necessary to attempt apprehension. He says that in Georgia, that is apparently the law. It's going to be an interesting case. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we go back to your calls and thoughts. Let's go first to Pat. He's calling from northern Michigan. Uh, Pat, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. How you guys doing? Hey, Pat. My camp fire buddies. I miss Thanks. you. What's on your mind? All right. Well, um, the, the, uh, this whole thing, this, this virus, mm-hmm. this is a manufactured thing. It's genetically modified, and it's been. Let's let's go to the start of the start of the story. 
Everybody has seen since 1999 these chemtrails. They've been spraying in oh, here. Oh, man, you're not one of those guys, are you? No, dude, I'm telling oh, you. They, these things have They're been They're not chemtrails. That's a load of crap. It's just a contrail, just like they it's were when we were in school. man. No. Yeah, they, there's a whole bunch of science. Clouds. They float so differently. Yeah. A cloud twists and turns in the wind. These things just lay flat. How like come we haven't got any ass. video of one concerned pilot saying, I don't know what I'm flying up here, but this plane's full of stuff. They keep having me press this button to release something, and they won't tell me what it is. Right. You yeah. know? Not come one. On. I mean, these thousands well, and thousands I, I, of people. I've been informed by higher authorities than me that these p- planes are unmanned. Oh, really? Now they're so... being flown by some pimple-faced boy out of Newark or some damn thing. Uh-huh. I don't know. Hmm. Now, so what is it that but you believe any, any, about anyway, the anyway, no, Now, listen to me. This thing, this whole thing, is an attack on the cell structure. All right, your telomere is the end of your genome. It's like your spark plug. And uh, we have been deprived of boron and selenium, Mm. and this thing is going to be a low-voltage electrical attack to the G5 network. Why? uh, Oh, the G5 thing, too. What is that? 5G? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're just rolling them all up into one. Yep, it's it's the lizard people living under Stapleton Airport that are doing all this. Hey, Pat, uh, thanks for the call, man. Sorry, just... uh, We've had people call about this chemtrail a, stuff in the past. It's, it's a, a supra com- conspiracy. That's one higher than super conspiracy. It's a meta conspiracy. It's a conspiracy meta. about conspiracies. Yes. Hey, 855-450-FREE is our toll-free number. If you're interested in learning about uh, contrails, there's a great website called Contrail Science out there. Go and look that one up. I forget if it's a .com or what it is, but just search for Contrail Science, and they just debunk all the chemtrail nonsense out there. There's more coming up here. This is free. The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with crypto. Multi-tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network. Visit DiviProject.org. DiviProject.org. talk live indeed we will take your calls and thoughts about what you want to discuss you just dial in the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM that's 855-450-3733 we have the discord call in line rooms you can join those over at discord.lrn.fm with you tonight it's ian the captain and mark and of course you can bring up anything you want uh let's see on the way michigan apparently there's an elderly barber who has been targeted by the state there. He's 77 years old, became a symbol of resistance when he opened up the doors to his shop May 4th and refused to close. And now, well, they've come after him. We'll tell you what's uh, what's happening with him in moments. First, we go to your phone calls and thoughts. It's Kevin. He's calling from Michigan. And uh, I think you're calling listening in Flint to WCK. Go ahead, Kevin. Yep. Uh, that's for sure. Welcome. Well, apparently they're giving us grades now for violating social distancing by county by county. Oh, really? They said in March we were uh, Michigan was an A on their subjective grades. 
Now we're all failing. There's only like a D minus as a passing grade because we're not liking the lockdown rules and everything. I'm like, uh, who's counting these and why are they taking the time to do so? I have a different <laughs> question. How come we don't get report cards from the government on how well they're doing with grades? How come we don't get to grade them? That's a darn good question because they know they'd have a failing grade all the time too. I'll you know you that. I just thought it was funny when I heard this. I was like, I don't understand how I can get grades now. I had enough grades in high school. I didn't like them then. I don't like them now. Yeah, what yeah it, this just seems like more of this city people against country people thing to me mm-hmm. um, where, you know, I mean, it's it's been going on a long time, sure. right? The, the city denizens always think they know better than those stupid um, country bumpkins. bumpkins out in the country, right? Oh, bunch those of, dumb hicks. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. And, That's you know. I think. And those are the ones, by the way, that that have the seats of power, the the cathedrals, as it were, where they you know they have the altars at the cathedral. They speak out to us, and they tell us how we are going to all die because of our bad practices. That now, but lots of different things. They're always telling us out in the country how we're messing it up. Now, thank goodness for the internet. So shows like Free Talk Live, which come from a town of what twenty two thousand people mm-hmm. or something, uh, can manage to get a little voice out. Out there and tell all the city folks to go f yourselves you <laughs> pompous pricks sounds good to me i enjoy your show guys thanks, well, I can't kevin. Kick all you do. keep up the good appreciate work the call, dude. thanks man freedom, i'll tell you that thanks so, brother thank appreciate the much, call sirs. yep i just want to i just want to mention real quick that what he's saying sounds to me a lot like the uh, the app that the Chinese government has the rolled social out. app, the, the social app, grading app or whatever yeah, they call it. Yeah, the just the fact you. that there is a grade for how well you're doing social distancing is mm. mighty dystopian and well scary to me. I, I tend to think that uh, the Chinese government, or at the very least, the authoritarian style of government that they have, mm-hmm. is the big winner during all this. Oh, of course the oh. government has won. I mean, they, they've across the planet taken power, and I mean, there's almost no exception to it. If you're a socialist specifically, you should be rejoicing, because not only are more people dependent on government than ever, before. Than ever but uh, socialism should be claimed as a victory because workers are no longer being exploited thanks to the high unemployment rate. <laughs> Meaning they don't have a job at all. Well, but they're yeah. still on the government dole. Yeah, well, collecting. this is where the UBI thing comes in. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like now, what do you now think we proposing? must have a UBI. Where do you think the the two thousand dollars a month or whatever the new proposal is is coming from? Right? <laughs> they're going to do another round of the twelve hundred, and then they're going to and then they're going to kick that can yep. down the road. And they're oh no, we'll just extend it and extend it and extend it. But it's boomers that want their meals at the restaurants, and why should we go back when we can get two thousand dollars a month? I, I, the government can give us they just money. print out of thin air. I, I, this won't do anything bad to the economy. I swear, there'll be plenty of meat in the grocery stores for as long as you oh no there won't there's already Mm. losses of meat they're shooting hogs all over healthy hogs and leaving them they can't even bury them i heard they were gassing thousands of hogs yeah and and we already heard that uh wendy's burger joints in california uh were not serving beef they were out right Mm -hmm. free money is not an economy. No. <laughs> it's not. No, it like isn't. the economy is the economy. Money is part of an economy. Right. It's it is energy, not an money. economy. Right. No, the economy is exchange between individuals. Right. right. And, and money is a way to, to uh, have a medium of that. It, of that right. exchange that is un- as hopefully as universal as, as possible. It's a, it's a representation of value. It allows us to exchange value. Yeah. Yeah. And 
there's no value in sitting at home nope. worrying about um, whether this is COVID-19, the Republicans, or racism is the biggest problem here. Yeah, for our listeners out there, economics is not difficult. It is what you think it is. It's supply and demand, yep. and whatever the price is is whatever the market determines, the or whatever you determine the value is, depending on which side of the market you're on. That's it. Now, a lot of people like to think that, oh, the folks in government, you know, the economy is so complicated that we can't ever be smart enough to figure out economics. No. What they've done is they've surrounded it with all sorts of voodoo, mm-hmm. right, and laws that make it a super complex web of legal ease that turns turns what should be a simple principle, economics, into this labyrinth of legal mumbo-jumbo, and that's the part where people go, uh, because, well, I mean, that's what they do. States make it so complicated that you can't wade through it. It's a stacked deck yep. against you. Let's go on with more of your calls and thoughts. We have John. He's in Dover, Delaware, listening to WDOV. Go ahead, John. Yeah, I'm feeling what my man was just saying, man. It's like the taxes. You got to go to, like, a tax specialist to get your tax stuff done because they make it so confusing no real normal person could ever understand that's right you know yep unbelievable man i like that guy pat that calls in from connecticut and he was saying about the chemtrails now what i heard i don't know if i'm such a believer in it but i've heard the philosophy on these chemtrails and the pilot he has no idea it's an additive that they're actually putting in the jet fuel when they fuel these babies up only in certain planes. That's why certain planes mm-hmm. have what they call like the contrails, and other ones have what they call the chemtrails. I watch yeah. a lot of um. Well, they don't know what they're talking moves, about. I would moves. recommend the website contrailscience.com, which goes into all the claims that the uh, the chemtrail people make. And it really just, it's a bunch of nonsense. Look, if you believe in the chemtrails, ask yourself what the purpose is. Do you have any idea, John, what you think the purpose of the chemtrails? Who the heck? I have no idea. Well, so generally it comes down to a few different uh, theories. There's a couple of theories about this. One theory is that they're trying to poison. Okay, right. So that's a common one. They're trying to poison people. Yeah. So what kind of people, I mean, again, you would have to have a large crew of, uh, you know, a large number of pilots going and in, in whoever's, you know, equipping these uh, these vessels or whatever to, to go out and do this. There's a large number of people who are involved in this operation, whatever, if it exists. Um, yeah, how many people are, are cool with go ahead and poisoning? Question. Sorry, what I was going to say is how many people are cool with, like, poisoning their family? Because you exactly. know, their, their family is on the ground, right? Like their family's not up in the, the plane with them when they're flying it around. So you would uh, think. yeah, so I don't know if I I don't know if I buy that claim. I don't think I buy it. But, but like I said, like I said, the, the his theory was the guy's theory that I heard was that the pilots have no idea. There's no really secret button mm-hmm. that you push. It's actually added into the fuel. So whoever's adding the mm-hmm. fuel to the there's a lot more effective ways to poison people, though. I mean, you know, throwing sure, something in the air. Poisoning. If that's the case, if that's the case, they've been shooting chemtrails over me for about thirty years. Well, the now, case is they are not shooting chemtrails, and all you have to do is look at the science behind uh, contrails. And thank you, John, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, we've I think what's, into it been, what's most suspicious about it to people mm-hmm. is the the way that you can see some crisscrossing trails in the mm-hmm. sky. And I mean, they talk about lot, that too. Yeah, there's the a lot of planes grids. that fly around. You know, yeah, a lot of planes, uh, and they get into all of that. All those questions. Contrailscience.com. Go check it out.
uh, when you get a chance. The other one is that they're trying to control people's minds. And again, if you're going to try that, you know, to do that stuff, why not just put something in the water supply or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's all kinds of other ways that uh, that that could be done. Uh, call me a skeptic. Let's continue here. We've got Mary. Okay, she's you're a in, skeptic. She's in Moultrie, Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live, listening to WMTM. Go ahead, Mary. Um, okay, uh, the guy that had called a while ago about the murder, Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, I'm white and uh, it doesn't matter. You know, I just believe in what's right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know that uh, one of them had been maybe a cop at one time, but see, that doesn't matter if that guy, you know, He's dead and gone, and he can't be brought back. Hold that thought, Mary. 855 450 free like freedom. This is Free Talk. Free Talk Live. You bring up anything you want here. Toll free numbers 855 450 free like freedom. That's 855 450 3733. We have the Discord. Call in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. And joining you in the studio, it's Ian. Oh, uh, my whoa, bad. My whoa. bad. Try that again, Rev. Uh huh. I'm being censored, damn it. <laughs> I am the Reverend Captain Kickass. And Mark Edge. <laughs> yep. And also, Intercoin is built to help democratize power to the people in their local communities. Cryptography enables people to hold secure and private elections about any matter of community governance. It could be used even for securely tallying and reporting results, even for national elections. Intercoin has also pioneered provably random polling that is unaffected by poor voter turnout or spoiler effects. It can be used to continuously adjust levers of monetary policy, such as how much UBI to issue the next day. That's uh, Intercoin attempting to regain some of our freedoms that are threatened on the internet and in meat space. And we think that's important here on Free Talk Live. So important that we accepted $40,000 worth of Intercoin tokens from Intercoin Incorporated for advertising. If you think freedom is important to check out Intercoin at intercoin.org. You can invest in this project and potentially make big gains or just be involved and perhaps shape its future. It's intercoin.org as we go back to Mary in Georgia listening to WMTM. Now, Mary, you were saying that you believe that one of the men in Georgia uh, in the shooting that we were talking about earlier, uh, Jerome called in about it, um, that uh, you believe that one of the men involved was a former police officer? Uh-huh, if I heard correctly. And um, I know that there's some hurting folks over his death. And um, I just wanted to say that... Um, if their lives wasn't in danger, they shouldn't have taken his life. And I'm sure that one of them killed him. You know, the other one might have been a witness. And I guess that's all I need to say. But well, they, thank they you, Mary. Have killed him. Yeah, I definitely appreciate hearing from you. And, and I don't know enough about the story. You know, it's hard to really say what happened in this situation. Apparently, there is some sort of a video. Mark, have you seen any of this alleged? Uh, video. I've yeah. seen some video. I try not to watch videos of people being mm-hmm. killed. Um, yeah. I just, I'm sorry. I, you yeah. know, I've done this business for too long, and I don't need the PTSD that comes with it. Right, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if you want to see videos of people being killed, go right ahead. The internet's full of them. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it, and I don't do it. Um, I would say this is that it, the the caller brought up the idea that you shouldn't kill somebody unless unless your life's in danger. That sounds like a really yeah. great way to do things. But how do you know? But 
you know if, if they struggled over a gun your life is in danger in that case right like you're struggling over a gun well, but I, I don't know whether that's what happened or not. Well, that's um, what the, they, somebody claimed. That's claim. the claim of the people that were alive that were at the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a different situation. What I'm ch- sort of saying is is that there's this thing called the fleeing felon rule, right? So if, for instance, somebody steals a television out of my house, and if that television is worth enough money to be considered grand theft in a given state. Um, I think of burglary, it wouldn't matter what they stole. But anyway, um, I don't think you can claim they stole the air by breathing it while they are in the house. So they steal something out of the house. They, um, you know, they, they're running away on foot. Chances are good I'm not going to catch them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm 49, the burglar's 22. 20, right. Am I going to catch him? Probably not. So do I just have to watch my valuables mom's jewels run down the road ahead of me Mm -hmm. can i not use the technology that we've developed to defend my property that is now running down the road and i i had this discussion with my wife today because i really don't know what i think i don't like the idea of shooting somebody over stuff Mm -hmm. right but just a thing i'm not prepared to tell somebody else that they sure. can't t- shoot somebody over stuff. Well, to some extent, if enough people get shot over stealing stuff, then the word might get around that you might get shot if you steal some stuff. So and vice versa. If nobody's allowed to shoot anybody over right. stuff... Then people will start stealing more then stuff. Then you can steal things yep. and not worry about getting shot. Right, right. Yep. I have the same concerns. Let's continue, though, with your calls and thoughts. James is on the line. He's in Miami. Uh, James, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, hi. Thank you, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm talking about um, something that I, I just because I heard um, um, I forgot the, his name right now. He said something about the, they were they were shooting pigs rather than giving the the, the meat to people, right? Remember? Yeah, I would say that, Mark Edge. Uh, they, I heard oh, they were gassing oh, thousands yeah. of hogs uh, yeah. rather than being able to send them to uh, you know the processing plants because they've been shut down. Right, but you heard about the stuff. Then they were saying that there was like a there was like meat that was you know from hamburg. They're gonna make burgers at Wendy's, and because there was there was there was meat that was. You, well, you heard about the story, right? Yeah, in I can't remember what it was. In some areas right. of California, Wendy's has run out of fresh beef to serve burgers at their restaurant because they don't serve frozen. Right. Well, that actually, when when Mark said that, it just reminded me of uh, the whole thing about the Franken foods. Now, have you guys heard the term superfoods? Superfoods. I've heard superfoods. Super Usually, it's, it refers okay. to uh, like some uh, dietary berries or whatever. Yeah, yeah dietary thing right. that uh, avocados are supposed to be a superfood. Yeah, stuff like that. Vegetables always superfoods. I mean, if I was selling a food, I'd want it to be called a superfood, right. wouldn't you? Yeah. Better than Franken food, right? Well, have you guys heard about this thing called cockroach milk? Cockroach, cockroach milk. milk. I'm not. No, I have heard the name, but I don't remember I, I anything about I it. I didn't know you could milk a cockroach. Is this urban slang? I mean, what is it? It's insane, man. I, I don't. I don't know, man. But I heard that the UN they want people to eat things like this, like flies and. <laughs> I mean, well, don't get I'm, me wrong. Kind of As a survival food, you can eat yeah. all sorts of things. Crickets are incredibly nutritious. Hmm. Yeah. Ants 
You know, if you you could put your hand into a you know big ant pile and get them all crawling all over your hand and just start eating them, and it'll keep you alive for a while. Not very tasty, and oh, you know, oh, yeah. but like I mean, you can oh, eat all sorts of weird things. But I have never heard of cockroach milk. It's a thing. Uh, here's the story from ScienceAlert.com. Jacinta Bowler reporting, and and this was April of 2018. An international team of scientists sequenced a protein crystal located in the mid gut of cockroaches in 2016. Why? It's four or rather more than four times as nutritious as cow's milk. And the researchers think it could be the key to feeding our growing population in the future. Although most cockroaches don't actually produce milk, uh, Diploptera punctate, which is only the only known cockroach to give birth to live young, has been shown to pump out a type of milk containing protein crystals to feed its babies. I'd like to, real quick, just say, yuck! Yeah, please. <laughs> That's well overdue. Yuck. Thanks, Mark. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Hey, thanks uh, for the call tonight, James. I appreciate you bringing our uh, attention to that. Man. I know I know you're a Floridian, Ian. Mm-hmm, yes. uh, I, when I lived in Florida, I had the unfortunate experience of living in a mobile home, okay. in a mobile home park on the beach in Panama City, Florida. For, sounds like a damn for nightmare. For super cheap, right? I yeah. mean, it was like 150 bucks a month, and it was like a three-bedroom place or whatever. Right so on. Super so double cheap. wide? No, single wide. Okay. Single okay. wide. And so there were the three, really long ones, the 75-footers. And, uh-huh. there, and there were three of us living there. Yeah. And I remember distinctly- All male. The one first, bath. The first, one bath. Yeah. The first time I woke up to go to the fridge to oh, like God. get a glass of milk or whatever, right? I turned on the light, and it was like the parting of the Red Sea. <laughs> the whole entire kitchen was covered in cockroaches. Oh, as soon as the light went on, they all scattered and went God knows where because it was, uh, you know, an old well, The trailer, reason so. we have palmetto bugs in Florida is to keep the Yankees out. It doesn't work very well, but that's what we got them for. The Gators haven't done it. I'm not fond uh, of drinking their milk, so. <laughs> but it's more nutritious, they say. Four times more nutritious. Yeah, well. And what Yippee. if you didn't know? What if it was a blind taste test and you didn't know and it turned out it tastes better? What if it tasted better than cow's milk? Maybe you'll get a chance to find out some. Do you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash? Now, with AnyPay, you earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. Finally, a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you receive the rewards. Download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then, install it at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. AnyPayInc.com. Free Talk Live. You bring up anything you want here. 855-453-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. The Captain. And Mark. And Freedom's Phoenix. It's a liberty-oriented news aggregation site. If you want the newest and freshest stories and perspectives on current events from those who value liberty, then freedomsphoenix.com has it. Their daily dispatch is the best way to stay up to date on science, technology, historical findings, liberty news, government overspending, and the rise of the police state. Freedoms with an S, phoenix.com. That's freedomsphoenix.com. We go back into your calls and thoughts. But one more line from this story about the cockroach milk, which are, <laughs> which we had a caller bring to our attention. I had not heard of this. But uh, according to sciencealert.com, quote, the crystals are like a complete food. 
They have proteins, fats, and sugars. If you look into the protein sequences, they have all the essential amino acids. She's referring to this uh, protein that the cockroaches actually produce for uh, feeding its babies, suggesting that in some sort of a bizarre future uh, where we need food that's not being produced in a traditional manner, that you could somehow extract and or maybe synthesize this stuff from My the milkshakes bring all the cockroaches to the yard. That's how it's, uh, it may end up being <laughs> I mean, at this, some point. This does sound like something that you could you know, reasonably do because cockroaches breed at an, an alarming rate. Although I would be fearful of large cockroach farms to produce this little <laughs> crystal, right? Where you have to, and then you I'm know. fearful of the CDC and uh, China making uh, biological weapons, but nobody cares about those fears either. Mm. <laughs> I understand, but I mean, I'm just envisioning a science fiction film in my head where we suddenly have cockroach farms all over the planet, and then something and goes horribly awry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't go as badly as the farms we have. What, what's happened to farms now? Let's go back to your calls and thoughts. David is in Jackson, Michigan, listening to WKHM. Go ahead, David. Hello, David Ian Jackson. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Hello. Right on. Let me get my speakerphone off. All right. Yeah, it's always a good plan. Speakerphone. Dave here, uh, gentlemen. Yes, Uh, sir. Yep. Jackson, Michigan, if people don't know out there, is about 38 miles due south of Lansing. Mm -hmm. Probably down I-94, 85 miles from center Detroit. Okay. We're 160,000 in the county, probably 33,000 in the city. Our illustrious governor, extremely illustrious governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, has put us on a lockdown that people are starting to get, uh, you know, obviously we have armed protests. We also have federal lawsuits and various individuals and hospital groups filing various suits. Here in the state of Michigan, we are peed off. Excellent. I I I believe. I believe her, Attorney General of Michigan Dana Nessel, and the crew of Democrats that think are are I don't even want to word behave. What they are doing is absolutely dictating. Instead of governing, now we have a. I'm not sure what the difference is. Yeah, I'm not sure what the difference is either. <laughs> we have a strong legislature in Michigan. Mike Shirky, the Senate Majority Leader, is from Clark Lake, Michigan, right here in Jackson County. Lee Chatfield is a House Speaker, and he's from Leverding, Michigan, near Petoskey near the okay. bridge. I don't know if we need to know where yep. everybody's uh, living as far as the legislatures. What, what are you driving at here? They are highly, they are very Republican. They're also very much on the side of the people. Well, I mean, it's convenient they... for them to be on the side of the people, right? It's politically convenient uh, because the governor is a tyrant. But then again, all of the other governors are tyrants as well. Um, she's just gotten more headlines because she's gone a little further than some of the other ones in the rest of the country. I mean, there's almost no state 
uh, that I've been aware of over the last two months that hasn't had a bunch of governor's orders come down uh, from on high and tell every business owner how they got to run their business and what they got to do and a bunch of this crap. So it's uh, it's political points for these Republicans in Michigan to act like they're on the side of the people. Mm -hmm. But the reality is they're not. They're in charge of the government and they are going to rule over people. And if it was a Republican governor in the state of Michigan, maybe they wouldn't have banned access to the garden center uh, or buying seeds. It might not have been as drastic, but they still would be issuing orders. I mean, we've got a Republican governor here in New Hampshire and he's just he's just issued he's I think he's over 40 orders uh, that he's issued from his office in just the last two months. So I, I'm not going to buy the claim that the Republicans actually care about people. They care about getting reelected and elected, and so they're pandering to you. Then I may I interject? Yeah. And that's exactly where the courts come in. And now that it's happening into the courts— Maybe that's our relief. Maybe, but it's I'm hoping. Gentlemen. And of the three branches of liars, killers, and thieves that we have <laughs> in our government, I tend to like the uh, the branch that wears the black mumus the best. But I don't trust them. Well, and plus, it's going to be cold comfort if if these courts rule in the favor of the the so-called people, right? After you've already lost the your Patriot business. Act and all kinds of stuff, right? After, after you've already lost your Wisconsin, business. Wisconsin just, the Supreme Court in Wisconsin just overruled the governor. They did. Yes. Open up. Yep. yep. That's our that's our lead story tonight. They did. Uh, we talked quite a bit about that in our number one, which you can download later tonight over at freetalklive.com. Thanks, David, for the call tonight, man. I, I appreciate it. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to down his optimism here. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court uh, smacked down right. a request yeah. to overturn the governor's orders there, and the U.S. Supreme Court refused to hear the case, which means they, by default, upheld the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court's ruling in that particular case. And I, I'd like to point out to the caller that you know all of the branches are part of the same tree. They all derive their money from the same source. Right. So there is an integral... Uh, what do we call it, a conflict of interest, because right. they all get paid by the same entity, and that's taxation. And, like and they all have their power by claiming power from us. Right. Like the notion of government, at least here in the United States, I mean, it used to be just fine, right? Like a guy pulls a sword from a rock, and he declares himself king, mm-hmm. and if anybody disagrees with him, he chops their head off. Right. That's He's, crystal clear. Right. The, that's what government is. Now, then it came out as sort of like, you know what we need? We need to be able to have to put somebody in the role of king and we can vote on him. And then this this ridiculous notion of of the people, by the people, for the people came around. Now you're part of this. It's your government. The government is you. You can't hate the government. Stop doing it, this to yourself. If yeah. the government is all Why of us. Why are you hitting yourself in the face, Mark? Right. You if, keep hitting yourself in the face. If the government is me, I'd like to stop doing all of the dumb things that it does. Uh-huh. And that's the you know that's the real thing. If you're relying on a political party, look, I get it. I like one of the political parties a little better than I like the other political party too. Mm-hmm. But I still understand they're all liars. Yep. Like that's the where you have to start is when you substitute the term politician for liar and thief. Substitute the term government employee mm-hmm. for parasite, mm-hmm. and then you've got some idea of what we're dealing with here. Right, you've got a much clearer picture of what's going on. It's true. Let's talk to Dave. He's also in Michigan, in Jackson, listening to WKHM. Hello, Prop, uh, Dave. Props to Michigan again. Yeah. They're calling hey, in tonight. How you doing, gentlemen? Hey, Dave, what's on your mind? 
Just a quick uh, shout-out to Captain Steve Bell. We don't do uh, shout-outs here, Dave. Jackson in the mornings. Hey, that guy that just called from Jackson, it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. We got 55% of the people here that are sheeple that think that, that Gretchen, the wicked witch of the West Whitmer, is doing is okay because they're sitting back. They're, they're getting uh, $600 extra plus their unemployment, and, and they're mm-hmm. wrapping this stuff up like the bootlickers that they are because they don't know the Constitution. They're being raped and pillaged by this woman, and they don't care, and they think she's great. Dave, you said 55% of the people in Michigan sitting back collecting welfare and cheering on this governor. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate the passion, and I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, 855-450 free. Speaking of Michigan, the 77-year-old barber being targeted for opening his doors during the so-called lockdown. This is... Free Talk Live. Moments remain, and maybe enough time for you, if you dial in now at 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. So there was some pretty big news uh, that came out this week regarding the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Oh, right. And that is going to have, uh, I would say, an effect on Fork Fest which is, of course, the decentralized libertarian camping festival that's, that sprang from or forked Will this from. affect my pet phrase of pork and fork? No. Okay, no, cool. Because uh, I like my pet phrase. The, the news that was, uh, was announced this week, it was Carla Garrick from the Free State Project. She is the organizer of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is the long-running uh, libertarian camping festival that has been going on here in New Hampshire since, I think, like 2003 or something like that. It's been going on for a while. Long time. And uh, it, you know, it. some would argue that it had jumped the shark somewhat over the last several years, and there were some frustrations with the event, and I think they've made the right choices. And some, to some extent, they were forced into making the right choices by certain circumstances, but none, nonetheless, they made the right choices. And what they've done is they've done some decentralization of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Oh. And so the way that's going to look is that uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival this year, which I believe is happening June 22nd through the 28th, and of course, Fork Fest is happening immediately afterwards from the 29th through July 5th. So you got two weeks, basically, in the, in the woods of northern New Hampshire. But what they've changed uh, is that it used to be that pork, the Porcupine Freedom Festival sort of took over the whole campground. They made it so that if you wanted to be on the campground, if you weren't like one of the park renters who's there the whole season, right. you essentially had to have a Porcupine Freedom Festival pass. And they would like give out passes to the park renters, basically. So if you didn't have a pass, you couldn't get into the, the campground, basically. That's going to change this year. It's going to make it's going to go back to the old days where anybody could camp on the campground and you don't have to have a ticket to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Tickets are being reduced in price instead of this constant upping in price that have been happening over the years. Right. They kept adding speakers and adding features and raising the price. Well, now they've cut back. They're still going to have a couple of featured speakers uh, that they were planning on having, but it's going to be 25 bucks for the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which huh. I don't remember the last year it was that that affordable. Yeah. They're also scaling down the size of the event as well. So it's only going to take place in the area of the pavilion. If you're familiar with Rogers Campground, you are not. Captain, I know you've never been. Uh, But there's a pavilion and there's like a field right outside. I've seen the videos. There's tents and things like that set up there. So I think they're going to keep that area. That's going to be the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's intense. 
well, I don't know how intense it'll be, but it will be intense. Uh, and there's also the uh, stealing the, my puns, the pavilion and such. <laughs> Um, I, I suspect it'll be more of that, more likely to be family friendly because that's kind of the direction things have been going with uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. They've scaled scaled it down. It's going to be in a smaller portion, which means that anybody who wants to can camp without going to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. So that oh. technically means that Fork Fest can expand to two whole weeks now. Uh, and right. if you want to attend Fork Fest, you can actually attend Fork Fest during the Porcupine Freedom Festival if that's something you want to do. That truly is intense. So that's the big change. Um, I think that some people, when you, of course, people believe different things and ForkFest is decentralized. So there's some people who are like, well, we think ForkFest should be by itself. ForkFest should be separated from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Other people like Derek J, he's saying he's going to start celebrating ForkFest on the first day of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is cool. So I think I like the idea of it expanding and like taking the whole two weeks or whatever. Well, and more decentralization is always better with this kind of a thing in in my mind. You can call ForkFest whatever week you want, you know, or call it both weeks or the second week or or whatever. Considering the decentralized nature of what is now called ForkFest and has been called a whole variety variety of things shire fest and somalia fest. somalia fest and a whole bunch of other things previously um you can have fork fest at your house if you want not going to be as much fun though because no. i don't know if anyone's going to show up to that one probably not uh but uh, this one last year was well attended i will see how it goes this year we've been it, encouraging it keeps growing well but the, i'll tell you this uh, crosby who's the owner of the park has said that the reservations are down across the board yeah uh so well, a lot you know, of people I don't are concerned yeah. i don't know if it's going to grow this year but uh the very I, least it's going to happen i did get a call from them i missed oh, the call they left the message i called them back and left them a message mm-hmm. so just basically hey you know this is roger's campground and then i call it back i'm like if it's about my reservation i'm still good okay good call me if you need anything else they okay, haven't good. called back so I well think, i think we're okay yeah so it's gonna happen um I, you know having spoken with the owner of the campground it is definitely a go and, and because of these new rules it looks like we could broadcast for two weeks instead of just oh, one uh since special. we uh, we couldn't be prohibited from the grounds on the campground at this point you're all gonna die of the covids freedom festival and you know what? Risk is what life is about, Mark. And uh, if you That's don't right. take risk. I love this, this statement that in these uncertain times, just a little reminder, there have never been certain times. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there just never has. Right? Right. There is a risk of dying from yeah. some ethereal virus previously. I mean, look up spinal meningitis. <laughs> My yeah, yeah. God, you know, it's terrifying. Actually, the only certain times that I have experienced myself is when somebody says, hey, we're going to play this cover song, and it's in 4-4, and it's at 120 beats per minute. Those are certain times. Oh, that is pretty Because then you yeah. know that the music is going to be yeah. what it is for right. the next yeah. four minutes. All right, so let's go back to your calls. Oh, by the way, ForkFest. You want to go? Go to ForkFest.party. There's some links to uh, chat room and forums. Nobody really uses the forums anymore, but they're there in case you want to use them. Over at ForkFest.party. We go to your calls and thoughts. Jeff is in Mobile, Alabama. Listening to WAVHFM. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey, I just had a thought. I just want to get y'all's opinion on something. Sure. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not against people getting unemployment. Mm-hmm. Now, when they all paid this into went it. down, they, when, they were, when all this started, they added on that 600 across the board, from what I understand, to everybody's. And so everybody was getting, like in Mobile, my, like I had a friend that was laid off. He was basically on minimum wage, getting like two seventy five, mm-hmm. and he got now he's making like he wasn't even making, but like 
probably four to five hundred before. Before now, he was now he's getting like eight seventy five a week. Right, eight seventy five a week in Alabama is darn good money. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now I don't have no problem with people getting on the plane. Now, here's another thing that's going on now. Now that the businesses are opening back up, a lot of people are not even wanting to go back to work because the money they're getting off unemployment is more than the money they've been making. Yeah, absolutely. So just, you okay. you are correct. What, what they're doing what, what, what they're doing is they're incentivizing people to not return to work, further crippling the economy. What what let me ask you this. I'm not and I'm not against unemployment. Trust me, I'm not. I, I know that a lot of people need it, but I just don't know what was the thought process and I'm not, and I'm, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm not against. I'm a Trump supporter, I, but I was just wondering what was the thought process that went into the six hundred dollars? Like, where did they come up with that? They pulled it out of their butt. You want my cynical uh, opinion? Is is that? Um Trump sees an opportunity to hand out money Buy to votes. a lot of voters out mm-hmm. there, and people who get money tend to be, I don't know, Loyal. a little grateful. Mm-hmm. And if they're feeling grateful, maybe they'll feel grateful in November when it's time to vote. And so, you know, he can hand out tax money in order to get uh, get some extra votes. Now, I'll admit. Our choices aren't going to be great in all likelihood come um, November, so I'll forgive you for whomever it is you choose to vote for. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> you know... It I, could be Vermin Supreme. You asked me for my opinion. I will vote for Vermin Supreme. <laughs> heartbeat. Hey, Jeff, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate hearing from you, you tonight, dude. I, I do want to point out, yeah. and, and I think I, I keep saying this, and I don't remember if I've said it on the air before. I don't think... I've said it to Mark, and I think that he'll agree. But what we're seeing is the largest implementation of socialism in the United States. I believe that that is what we are seeing now. It's straight authoritarianism for sure. Right. I mean, yeah, I, or, well, or or perhaps communism. I'm not sure which one. Because well, isn't fascism studied, where the government regulates business so in- insane? Right. Like right. this is kind of fascist too, isn't right. it? Right. Like like if Trump weren't the the mouthpiece for what's going on right now, I think everybody else would see it for what it is, right? right. Because I don't see a lot of change in state ownership of the means of production. So somebody yes. who wants to, wants to use a strict definition of what socialism is, mm-hmm. but Won't if you start that. talking about uh, democratic socialism and these, these terms, it right. gets much more murky. But this is what micromanagement this is, is of an economy. Authoritarian yeah. statism. Yeah. Right. And that there, no one can argue that one. Right. Right. Like, you know, one of the problems with using any of the terms, socialism or whatever, is that people get hooked on them. That's not socialism. That's yeah, state capitalism okay. you're, you're or whatever right. nonsense. I, I guess. Feel. I guess what I'm saying is uh, what, in my mind anyway, the evidence seems to suggest that we are seeing the implementation of the dependence on government at a scale yes. we have never yeah. seen before. Yeah, and it's not going to roll about, back. Think about this for a second. If you if somebody lives in a household where somebody gets a check from the government, what percentage of people in America? Live in a household where somebody is getting a check from the government. It's going up, whatever it was. It was yep. high before. It was like, what, half or something like yeah, that? Yeah, probably more than Including half. contractors and people like that. Sure. Out of time tonight. If you didn't get on, call tomorrow because we'll be here again. Mark's going to head up the Sunday show tomorrow. You can join us online in the meantime. Free Talk Live.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I would flip-flop all night long, I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And here's Mike's best offer ever. My Pillow is now offering 50% off their four-pack special plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-5617 and use promo code FTL. That's 50% off plus free shipping. Don't delay. Order now. You know what's really smart? Wash your hands frequently, practice social distancing, and stay home if told to do so. You know what's really dumb? To ignore your immune system. Right now, more than ever, your health depends on a strong immune system. The experts at Immunicorp will give you their seven-step guide to immunity for life, free. Why? Because we want you to be smart and healthy. Simply call 800-446-3063 or click immunityforlife.com. Immunocorp has been producing the world's leading immune system products for more than two decades. To get your free seven-step guide to immunity for life, call 800-446-3063. 800-446-3063. Be smart. Don't ignore your immune system. Your life depends on it. Call 800-446-3063 or click immunityforlife.com. Immunityforlife.com. 